Hola, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, the podcast where we talk about life, love, travel, business, and everything in between. Life tends to get messy sometimes, and nobody really taught us how to live it. With your new best friend, confidant, and host, yours truly, Sabrina. I will always have your back, and it is my mission that you never feel alone again because I'm always here. So fasten your seatbelts because the ride is about to get really bumpy. Welcome to season two. Let's go! Welcome back to Pretty Sure Podcast. I'm so excited because it is my first ever episode in a quote-unquote studio. And the reason why I say studio is because you are listening to this episode while I am sitting on the floor in a cushion in my parents' pantry or storage closet, which is just literally a little space under their stairs. So imagine kind of like a Harry Potter room. So that's basically where I am, except it's filled with boxes, toilet paper, and like random papers and lots of umbrellas for some reason, because I think my parents just collect umbrellas. So yeah, just randomly. (laughs) But like you might have noticed for me saying I'm at my parents' house is I ran away from Paris and I escaped from a second lockdown. So I came to see my parents in Mexico where I will be spending three months until January. And the reason why I decided to leave was first of all, because it is going to be my dad's birthday. He's turning 65 and I was noticing he was a bit down because he couldn't spend time with his kids. No one could come over because of COVID and everything. And I just decided, first of all, it would be a nice little gesture to spend time with them because you never know how long you have with your parents. And it would be a nice way to spend his birthday together because he's always said 65 is an important number for him. And on top of that, the added bonus of me escaping second lockdown in Paris, because if you are not aware, we have entered, I think it is stage two or three. I'm not even entirely sure. All bars are closed. Restaurants are closed at I think after 10 p.m. and we have now a curfew. So you cannot leave your house or wherever you are from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I actually left before all of that happened because I was truly afraid that I was not going to be able to come to Mexico for Christmas and I was going to be stuck over there alone with no one to spend the holidays with. So I figured, you know, what better excuse to just come see my parents, stay in the sunshine for a couple of months, and then go back once things are hopefully normal because honestly, not entirely sure what's going to happen in 2021. Like anything can happen, but I'm confident it is going to be a great year because you know what? I am going to say something controversial because today has been a controversial opinion day. I actually think 2020 has been a blessing in disguise, at least for me, because I have done so many firsts. I launched a business, launched a podcast, grew so much personal-wise and mindset and just everything. I feel like I'm an entirely different person than when I first started the year, and I would have never expected this, so I'm just... I'm honestly truly grateful for 2020. That being said, something else that I am truly grateful and I just wanted to start it today by saying things that I'm happy for and excited and thankful because I am trying out something new where I am actually 
looking at the language that I use and trying to change it so that whatever I say is positive and it helps me manifest. I'm not going to go into the logistics and the details of it, but I'm just going to say I am truly 100% thankful to every single one of you that listens to my show, for every single one of you that has subscribed, that sends me a message and says that X topic was super relatable, that they loved how I expressed my thoughts on this situation, or that they love a certain guest, which by the way, last week's guest was just fire. And I have to give a special shout out to Christina Caradona from Trapuj, who was a guest on last episode, because it was thanks to her that I kind of finally and ultimately decided to pivot in my business. So if you don't know, if you haven't followed the story, I used to do branding coaching and then I pivoted into podcast coaching because podcasting has just become my biggest passion. Like I, that's all I can say. Podcasting fills my heart, fills my soul, and it just makes me happy. It has given me so much. Like I have the best internet family Ever. I have met so many amazing people that have been guests on the show that we end up being friends, we talk, we discuss about business, life. I have their unconditional support. They're the best cheerleaders ever. And I think most importantly, I have learned so much, not about myself, but about life through the people that I've had as guests. And it would honestly not be the same thing without you because just hearing that I made a difference, just hearing that I changed your mood, that you were super relatable to what I said because you didn't think anyone thought the same, that that literally just makes my day, my month, my, I don't even know, my year, I guess. So I just wanted to start this episode by saying thank you really truly from the bottle, bottom, why bottle? I'm thirsty from the bottom of my heart for constantly showing up and listening to the show and giving me your support and your love. And with that, before I go into today's topic, which is a super fun one, because I will be talking about the five things I wish I knew before starting a podcast, I, if you've liked any of the episodes, if you like the show, if you think my content is relatable. If you love it, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you cry, if you can't wait to hear the next episode or the next guest, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts because you might think it doesn't count for much. I personally read all of them. I have cried from reviews that I've read and it also helps the podcast have more visibility and getting it to more years because I'm not focused in growing. I'm not focused in being, I want to hit a thousand downloads. I want to hit 10,000 listeners. What I'm focused on is changing people's lives. So the more people that listen to the show, hopefully the more people will be impacted and the more lives I will change for the positive in terms of them not feeling alone, them feeling like they have someone to listen to, talk to, someone that understands them, their problems, and that is mostly interested in sharing their stories. So having said that, let's dive into the five things I wish I knew before starting a podcast. They might be controversial, they might be a little bit of a what-the-fuck moment, but here we go. So Number one thing I wish I knew before starting a podcast is that it is perfectly okay to suck. The reason why I say this is because if 
anyone is like me, please let me know because I sometimes feel like I'm the only perfectionist on this earth. So I always put a lot of pressure on myself to perform, to overachieve, to exceed my expectations, to exceed everyone's expectations, and I strive for excellence in everything that I do. So it was really hard at some point for me to do the podcast when I first started because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I wasn't getting, I'm not going to say attention, but like it just wasn't getting the same impact that I was thinking I was going to have. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself to deliver perfect episodes, to edit them incredibly, to just highest of standards. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying that putting pressure on yourself to be perfect when you're just starting something is never a good idea and it's just a recipe for disaster because it is not only statistically proven, but it is a thing that whatever you do for the first time, you are more than likely going to suck at it. Now I kind of wear it as a badge of honor and I say it with, I would say, excitement because if I'm sucking at something, it's probably because I'm doing something new and I'm putting myself out there and I am trying things differently. And so looking back at the episodes that I first did, of course I still think like, oh my god, why was I thinking this was a good idea? Why didn't I do this? The first time I interviewed someone, I was shaky. I was just like reading all of the questions, you know? I had never done an episode without not planning, you know, like winging it like I'm doing kind of now. Like I do have a little bit of an outline, but you know what I mean. And so if I would have known that it is okay to suck and it serves as not only a comparison for you, but for people to see that, you know what, no one is perfect. Go look at the beginning of someone. They probably sucked. So it's okay if you suck, as long as you keep doing it, you don't let yourself get discouraged and you improve day by day, minute by minute and try after try. That would have saved me so much time, so many headaches, and just would have made me feel better because I would have just said, you know what, whatever happens, I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what happens. So that was number one. Number two, and this is also to do with you not being perfect and everything, you know, happening for a reason and things taking time. So lesson number two is overnight success does not exist. And I keep drilling this one myself, to myself, because I still have moments where I think I don't know when I'm going to get a thousand downloads. I don't know when I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know when I'm going to reach X milestone because I'm comparing myself to people that have been in the game for years, for decades even, because I'm comparing myself to someone that has a hundred thousand followers and obviously the first podcast they launch is like an overnight success or someone that has millions of dollars because of prior businesses and is able to promote their podcast, do ads and whatever it is um, for their business as well. And so you need to remember that success doesn't come overnight and you don't really know these people's backstories. So if you're looking at someone that launched a podcast and they became number one the next day after they launched or three weeks later they started making 10k a month through podcasting because of ads, revenue, whatever it is, I just want you to remember you don't know the full story. So you don't know if they were rich and they paid for ads. You don't know if 
they had a million followers before they launched their business or their podcast, and that's why they became number one overnight. You don't know if maybe someone has been in business for three years, but they only now have started to become famous and you only now heard of them, and that's why you think that they're an overnight success. So don't go at it with the idea of, in a month, I'm going to have a thousand downloads, or in a month, I'm going to have a thousand listeners subscribed. If you really want to start a podcast, I would encourage you to go with the mentality of, firstly, it's probably going to suck at the beginning. Secondly, success takes time, effort, work, and consistency. Which brings me to my third thing I wish I knew before I started. Has to do with the thing that um, overnight success doesn't exist and consistency. So, you have to work for success. I'm not saying that you have to work hard. I'm not saying that you have to slave yourself. I'm not saying that you have to lose hours of sleep. What I am saying is whatever business, podcast, show, adventure, venture, whatever it is that you do in order for it to be successful, you have to be consistent. Here's a fun stat for you. If you didn't know, most of the podcasts that launch They fail not because their content sucked, not because they had the wrong microphone, not because they didn't know what they were doing, not because the stars weren't in their favor, not because of any other reason, but the fact that they stopped after 10 or 15 episodes. You can go look it up. It is a fact. It is a statistic. I'm not entirely sure if it's 10 or 15, but there's a number between there where most podcasts stop. They lose interest, they stop publishing, they get discouraged, and then they just stop publishing, stop recording. And that's really interesting because I like to think of it as if you are climbing a mountain. Let's imagine you're climbing a mountain, you're going halfway up, you're almost reaching the peak, but you can't see the peak because there's clouds and it's about to rain and you're cold and it's a really big uphill battle and you don't have food, you're tired, and then you decide, you know what, I'm going to stop because I can't do this anymore. Screw it. I don't even want to reach the top. And then a little camera pans back and then it shows on the TV or whatever it is that you're watching this that the person that stopped was one minute away or like one meter away from the peak where it was sunny, you know? So that is what I envision when I think that most podcasts fail because they stop trying. They stop at 10 or 15 episodes because like I mentioned, they expect to be an overnight success. They expect that creating a great show, a quality show, something that they're super passionate about, they're super emphatic about, they love it, they have fans, they have followers, whatever, they expect that to turn into overnight success and making millions, and when they don't see the fruits of their labor immediately, they get discouraged, and they're like, you know what, screw that, this is too much work for the amount of whatever I gain from it. But they don't know that if they would have continued, maybe their podcast would have hit number one consistently. Maybe they would have signed a deal. Maybe they would have been the best podcast in the world. Like, you honestly don't know until you try. And this has a lot to do with businesses as well, because it is a fact that, obviously, a lot of businesses fail in the first year. But I would like to think that failure isn't a thing that exists. You just stop trying. 
So if you don't stop trying, if you don't continue, you can never fail. It's physically impossible because at some point things will work. At some point you will figure it out. At some point you will reach the 10k, the 20k, the 100k, the million followers, the million downloads, the paycheck. At some point you will reach that if you continue going. So number four, your version of success isn't the same as mine. And so this kind of has to do with the fact that, for example, when I first started podcasting, in my mind, I thought my podcast will be successful once I have a thousand downloads per episode, or my podcast will be successful once I start putting ads on the show and start making money. My podcast will be successful once it reaches number one consistently on the charts. I had those ideas, and so I thought my podcast would not be successful until I reached one of those milestones. And so I actually noticed this the other day. I was talking to a friend of mine. I was actually being interviewed on her podcast. Shout out to you, Johnny. She's also going to be a guest on the show. So stay tuned for that. So she was interviewing me and she was saying how she loved my podcast, how it was just great how I interviewed people and all of that. And so she said this thing where she was like, you have such a successful podcast. I'm jealous because I'm not there yet. And then I just started thinking after we did the podcast interview, and that phrase stuck to my mind. You have a successful podcast. It's not the first time I've heard it. I've heard a couple of people tell me you have a really successful podcast, but it never hit quite close to home as this time. And that's the fact that I didn't consider my podcast a success because my success metrics were effed up. So I was thinking... If I'm not reaching a thousand downloads per episode, how can I say that my podcast is successful? If I'm not reaching a hundred subscribers, 200, I don't even know, like a thousand subscribers, how can I say that my podcast is successful? And then I reframed it. I started thinking about it and I said to myself, okay, why do you not think your podcast is successful? Like, what are the reasons? What would you consider a successful podcast? And so it brought, it brought me back to my reason why. And my reason why really is to make an impact. Obviously, like I've mentioned before, I do want to make money. I do want to make a living and I want this to be successful. But basically, my success metric is I want to impact the most amount of people and I want to make a difference. So having that in mind, I went back into think and I asked myself the question, why do you think your podcast is not successful? And then it hit me. People have the idea, these people that have told you that your podcast is successful, they have different success metrics than you, and you probably should consider those success metrics because if they're already thinking that, why aren't you thinking that? And it made me just really be grounded and think about the fact that my podcast is successful. I might not have 100,000 downloads yet. I might not have 100,000 followers or listeners or whatever it is yet, but you know what? My podcast has reached top 50 in around eight, nine countries, as well as top 100. I have a bunch of active listeners. I have you guys, my internet family. And most importantly, I have gotten messages, like I mentioned at the beginning, saying that my content is really relatable. They love the podcast. They love the show. They really want to be a part of it. And I constantly get people to come on as guests that never in my wildest dreams I would have imagined they would be up for going on my podcast. So am I successful? 
hell yeah, I'm successful. My podcast is successful and I just needed to change my perspective and see things clearly. So another stat for you, if you're considering to launch a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're thinking, oh, my podcast is not successful because I only have 10 downloads, 20 downloads, whatever it is. Most podcasters, not the ones that are in top 1%, top 10%, like, you know, Jenna Kutcher, Pretty Basic, um, Call Her Daddy, Joe Rogan, Michelle Obama, and all of those people, I think the metric was most podcasts have an average of 40 to 100 downloads per episode or something like that. So really be graceful when you start a podcast and consider those stats and consider the fact that you are being consistent. You are putting yourself out there. You are creating content. You are being vulnerable. Vulnerable. You are putting yourself out there and people are listening to what you have to say. If it's one person, that's fabulous. If it's five, even better. If it's 10, 20, 50, 100, whatever amount of people it is, just think of it as you have five people that are listening to you consistently and that are interested in what you're saying. A really interesting thing that a friend of mine, Jess, helped me to realize is this was back when I was really focused on metrics and having followers and all of that. So she told me, instead of thinking, oh, I only have 800 followers or, oh, I only have 20 listeners or whatever it is, instead of thinking of the number, picture the amount of people in a room. So if you have 20 listeners, picture 20 listeners in a room. Imagine that you are speaking to 20 people and just visualize them. That's crazy. That's like a classroom. Now, imagine if you have 500 followers. Like right now, I'm at 565 followers, I think, on Instagram, give or take. I have 560 people that are watching my content, which means if they were in a room, they wouldn't fit. It would have to probably be a small auditorium. That's 500 people. If you actually put a, like a vision to that, numbers start meaning so much less because any amount will be considerably larger than one person, right? When you put things into perspective, it actually helps you feel better about yourself, feel more successful, and in turn, it helps you open up the space to actually achieve what it is that you want. And so I think the last thing I would mention as number five of the things that I wish I knew before starting is, would be, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this was a hard pill to swallow and hard lesson to learn because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When I first started the podcast, I had a list of five topics that I thought I could talk about. And I had an even shorter list of, I believe it was three people or four people that I would reach out to to interview. And I still remember this. When I first heard the podcast, I thought to myself, this, this sounds like the song I thought to myself, what the fuck? Okay, never mind. Random little song insert. So I thought to myself, you know what? How are you going to have a podcast if you only have five topics that you're going to cover? How are you going to do this if you only have three people? And I also had, more more importantly, I had a list of topics I was not going to talk about. And so I kept telling myself, how is it possible that you're going to start a podcast, you only have five topics, and you have a list of like five or six things that you're not willing to talk about? Eventually, I challenged myself to talk about one of the things that I 
I had initially said I was never going to talk about and I was never going to mention because I was ashamed. Nobody knew about it. I didn't want anyone to know. Dark secret, whatever it is. The episode that I'm talking about is the toxic love episode. And you know what the funniest part about that episode is? Is the most listened to episode I have ever done for the podcast. And that taught me the biggest lesson throughout this whole journey that is you have to be comfortable to be uncomfortable if you want to be relatable, if you want to actually create a community, and if you want to be an, like, if you want to have an impact. Because here's the thing. People relate to people and people like stories. You like stories. I like stories. Everyone likes stories. And you relate more to stories. So you relate more to people that are willing to put their heart on their sleeves, that are willing to talk about their struggles, their joys, and their hardships as much as anything else. You probably love to follow people on Instagram or you befriend people because they're true. They're honest. They tell you things as they are. They are not afraid to talk about anything. They, you know, nothing is ever a secret with them. And so the biggest lesson I had to learn and the biggest lesson I hope you guys take with you is that you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it's not only about topics. It's not about a specific thing that you have to do or say. It's about everything because, like I mentioned, when you start something new, you are uncomfortable because you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to do this, you don't know how to promote, you are a beginner, you don't have followers, you don't have listeners, you've never recorded an episode, you don't even know how you need to post it, you don't know the logistics, you don't know anything. So you're basically uncomfortable. Same thing when you start dating someone. You are a bit uncomfortable because you don't know each other, you don't know what they like, you know, don't know if they're good in bed, what they like in bed, you don't know if they have any allergies. Um, Literally every single thing you do for the first time will make you feel uncomfortable. And the quicker you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, the easier it'll be for you to rise above whatever situation to learn and to improve and to do better and to always do great. So with that, I will leave you with a recap of the five things I wish I knew before starting a podcast. So Number one is success doesn't look the same way for everyone. So never compare your version of success to anyone else's because it might be that for you, you just want to make an impact and for the person next to you, they want to make $10,000. So success is not linear and everyone has a different idea of what success looks like. Number two, consistency is always key. And I know you're probably tired of listening to this, but I promise you when it concerns podcasting, consistency is key. If you remember anything about this episode is this, please. Podcasters fail because they stop at 10 or 15 episodes and then they give up. Number three, overnight success is not a thing. You never know people's stories. You never know what they did before or what brought them to what you perceive as overnight success. So never worry about that and never compare yourself. If you want to be the next Joe Rogan, just consider this. He started preparing and thinking about podcasting in 2003. It wasn't until 2007 that he actually released his podcast. Now, he obviously has the number one deal with Spotify, and he's the, I think, most earning podcaster. Not entirely sure, but he's been at the game for 13 years. So, if you're trying to become an overnight success and you want to achieve his level of success, 
just put it into perspective, he's been in the industry for 17 years. And his podcast started four years before 17 years. So, food for thought, guys. Overnight success doesn't exist. It's just your perception of it. I think that was number four, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, number five is you have to be... Wait... I can't even remember. Okay, never mind. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Success is not linear. Everyone sees success differently. Overnight success is not a thing. Consistency is key and it is okay to suck. I would like to call these the five podcasting commandments and you can coin me on that. You can tag that. I will actually create a post but I really stand behind these five lessons that I've learned. And if you learn absolutely anything from this episode, from me, from anything that I've been through is please don't give up on your dreams and just keep going. You will be thankful you didn't stop the day you actually see success, your version of success. So with that, I will leave you to it because I have actually been at this game for about 12 hours now. I had four lives today. I did a live on Instagram. I did a live on a friend's Facebook group. I did a live on our Facebook group, so pretty sure it's the podcast crew. You can find the link in our Instagram to join or on the description, and I would love to welcome you there. I always give mini trainings, tips, advice, articles, and everything else. So I've done that, and then I did an interview, and this is the second podcast recording I have done for the day. So I am a bit tapped out, and that is probably why I forgot what number we were at when I was talking about the five lessons I've learned. So I will leave you guys to it. I hope you have fabulous day, a fabulous week, whatever time it is where you are at. And I will see you guys next week. If you love this podcast episode, if you love my show, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, tag it, screenshot it, send it to me on Instagram. If you listen to the podcast episode as well, share it with anyone you ever um, would like to share it with. Remember, you can listen to the podcast absolutely anywhere. I listen to podcasts when I'm cleaning. I listen to podcasts when I'm showering. I listen to podcasts when I'm in the damn bathroom. So <laughs> don't feel like you have to give 100% attention to the podcast and just remember you can listen to it wherever you are doing whatever you are doing. Hope you have a lovely day. Peace out, everybody. Yeah.